Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Where tech meets you. Where tech meets you. Where tech meets you. Where tech meets you. It's quite unfortunate that the problem of many techies or newbies is not a lack of skill, but how to position themselves and pitch themselves well in interviews. In this episode, we will have a tech recruiter speak to us on SPAC Tips to Ace Tech Interviews. Hello once again, everyone. This is Tech Tribulators Podcast, and you're welcome to episode four of the season three of Tech Tribulators Podcast. And it's also the last episode of the season. <laughs> It has been fun and amazing, and I want to say thank you for the support all the way. Thank you for your feedbacks, for the questions, for engaging that podcast, really. My name is Michael Adelaja, and I am a content marketing specialist at Ashem Limited and the host of Tech True Business Podcast. This podcast is an initiative of Ashem Limited, Nigeria's powerhouse, where we help your business match the technology solution it needs for growth. As we're gonna take trip this podcast series where tech meets you because we focus on discussing tech-related topics in the most engaging way possible for businesses and individuals. One of the motivations that's better tech trip this podcast is the passion that we have to bridge the gap between people and understanding tech. In this season, we had to have a focus, and we, the focus was skyrocket in tech, where we are trying to help individuals understand what it means to enter into tech or then in tech skills and make them see that. Tech is not as complex as it seems. We started with an episode on is a career in tech worth really pursuing with Mam Joy Medom, a sparse security expert, which was quite an eye-opening one. And then we had an episode with Victoria, a senior power platform developer, on how to break into tech from a non-tech background. Vicky came from a finance background and she's now a senior power platform developer at HM Limited. Then episode 3 was with Mr. Umar Saad on the most have skills for a career in cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is currently the hot kick in tech. I mean, the literal hot kick in tech. And this is an episode that I feel you should listen to if you want to know all that is required to grab your share on this hot kick. Now, this is episode 4 and the last episode for the season. And we want to discuss the expert tips to ace tech interviews. Because, of course, after you've been skilled up, after you've been motivated, it's now good to know how to prepare and understand how to win tech interviews and land your dream job, your dream job rather. According to LinkedIn Talent Source, 40% of hiring managers believe that candidates do not align their accomplishments enough during interviews. That's why many times having skills is not enough. You need to know how to set yourself apart. The tech industry is very competitive and it's important to know how to stand out. In my opinion, there are a lot of reasons why people have poor self-positioning during interviews and they are there are a lot of things really, things like poor research, not doing your proper research and understanding where you're coming in, um, unclear communication, poor storytelling, but, and a lot of things, but I'm not the expert, yes, and that's why I have in the house today, Emery Uday, a tech recruiter who will help with expert tips to ace tech interviews. Henry is an HR professional with over four years of experience and is currently the performance and people services advice at Macedo and we are glad to have Henry into this podcast. 
Hello, Henry. Can you introduce yourself and share your background briefly to our wonderful audience? All right, all right. Thank you so much, Michael, for the introduction, and thank you everyone for listening. And it is such a pleasure to be sharing with the team on this call. Yeah, um, my name, as you already mentioned, is Henry, but then my full name is Chukunonso Henry Ude, and I am an HR professional I currently work with Promacido as a performance and people services advisor. I also like to call myself an interview and job application hacker. I have been able over time to understand the nitty gritties around interview and job application as an HR professional. And so I coach people on how to ease interviews. And over the years, I've recorded um, tremendous success helping people to land their dream job through interview coaching and job application coaching. Yeah, that's Eri. That's Eri Udechukunon. So I, I like how you, how you explain yourself that you are an interview and coaching account. You know, that, that shows how, how important you are to us in this episode where we know you are the best person to help us answer our questions and show us the tips we need to know in eating tech interviews. Okay, so when I started, I talked about some of the common reasons for poor self-positioning in interviews. Can you just share some other reasons why you feel people don't do so well in interviews? All right, thank you so much for that question. So I'd like to begin by saying that interview foremost is... Um, an opportunity for candidates to basically express the values they will be bringing to an organization. So when you see job adverts out there, it means that there's a problem, right, in an organization and um, the organization is calling out for problem solvers to come, you know what, solve this problem that they have in their organization. And so the interview helps job seekers and candidates to be able to position themselves in such a way that they are speaking to the direct problem for that particular role and you know in life there are different kind of problems right and so in order to solve a particular problem you would need to be able to align your strategies and all of that in line with that particular problem such that you are not throwing water into basket okay so having said that one of the major challenges why people um, fail to ease interview aside the fact that you had mentioned lack of preparation that is where it all begins Right, so um, oftentimes we've seen candidates, you know, coming to interviews unprepared, and sometimes they don't get to communicate and express their ideas, you know, and that has been a challenge over time, right? And so, the very first thing you will need to understand in, you know, attending interviews is the fact that you need to be able to communicate clearly, express your ideas, clearly articulate your you know, responses to all of the interview questions. And again, the responses would have to be tailored to the job role you will, the candidate are recruiting or rather interviewing for. And so this is one of the challenge. Communication skills is one challenge that most candidates feel, 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 feel to have in responding to some interview questions. And so um, you had also mentioned um, storytelling again. We kind of emphasize the fact that storytelling is key. You need to be able to, it is one thing to have a solution and it is another to clearly tell your story around the solution you are bringing to the table. And that's why you see the market apps today when they come to you to sell a particular product. 
they would speak you know in their by diverse languages and you know contests just so that they can win your heart so the only essence of the interview is so that you as a candidate can actually win the heart of the recruiters and you will need to do that by clearly communicating and you know your uh, uh, craftily telling your own stories you know in line with with the job role i want to take that word rather than craftily i would like to say creatively you know telling your stories around um, the problem you're bringing to the table during the course of the interview yeah yeah thank you so much eric you know that's quite striking i like how you started the fact that um when people when there's an ad for a job it's because there's a problem in an organization but i mean when i say problem i know it doesn't mean that like a problem like that but it just means that there's a need they need to address and you as the applicant you, you are like the potential problem solver that means they need you to come and address those issues or meet those needs that they have and you really highlighted some of very strong points that i was really looking to hear the fact that communication is very key and also you being able to clearly articulate what you can do it's also very key and the part of storytelling it cannot be by size really and once i strongly believe that the interview stage is most case the stage where the employer already has shown some interest in you. What I mean by that is that when you apply for for a job, you use your CV or your application. So most times you get called for an interview. That shows that something has piqued their interest. They saw something in you, and they want to just okay give you a chance to come and okay explain yourself. Can you defend what you just applied or you just shown to us? And with that, it just gives me a reminder of um, the AIT model in marketing. You know that AIT model for marketing funnels where we have the attention, the interest, the desire, and the action. The EIT model just explains how a customer buys things from the attention where he just sees a product and he likes it, then he interests. He shows a form of um, engagement or interest, then desire. He shows strong desires for the products in action. That's when he eventually buys the products. So I would say that interviews fall into the interest stage where the employer already shown a desire for you. So you just need to just come and depend what you can do. So I feel that um, a lot of newbies would like to know some of the basic steps. I know you explained some of the things they need to know, communication, the storytelling, but can you just highlight this thing into steps? What are the essential steps that you feel that every newbie or tech enthusiast needs to understand to prepare for a tech interview? All right, great. Thank you for that question. So one of the things that um, tech enthusiasts or newbies should have in mind before going in for a tech interview is, first off, the interview process in itself speaks to the fact that you are going there also to represent who you are as a brand because again the place of personal branding cannot be overemphasized right so you are a brand as a person so when you get into the interview hall or the room for the interview as a tech newbie you're going there as a brand and so you should be able to represent your brand right which speaks to who you are and one of the things around you know branding is the fact that you cannot properly you know speak about your brand when you don't understand your brand and what do i mean by that it is pertinent for tech newbies to first of all understand themselves right self-awareness is key to you being able to creatively you know tell your brand story okay and when i'm talking about brand story i'm referring to the skill set the they have and all of that right so you need to be able to understand yourself right know your strengths know you know your weaknesses and possibly 
areas of improvement right and i would like to channel this to uh one of my experiences that i had in the past right there was a time i got into the interview again we cannot also emphasize the place of you know boldness right you being able to clearly speak about who you are speak about your skills just your experience and all of that boldly speaking about it right so there was time i attended an interview for a particular role and as much as i had prepared for this interview right when we started the conversation you know i got talking about my experiences and the likes but along the line i realized that i was becoming tensed right and so <laughs> i mean it was such a funny experience because that was an opportunity for me to speak about my experience and skills and all but then yeah. realizing that i was i was almost fidgeting and that's where self-awareness comes in you know so you need to be able to understand where your 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 emotions your feelings at the time you are conversing with the recruiter and so what i did at that point was you know i was just doing everything possible within me to stay calm you know to collect my thoughts and all of that right so this is just where self-awareness comes to play you need to be able to understand yourself so that you don't you know um shoot yourself on the foot by you know perhaps not clearly even if you're clearly communicating your experience you know you you need to just be bold enough to clearly understand and so one of the things i would also tell candidates is, is the fact that you need to be able to understand the specific skill sets and values they will be bringing to the table right you don't want to go to the interview hall and you are talking about um for instance they are recruiting for a java developer and you're speaking around you know c sharp you're speaking around um, html and every other you know um tech related stacks that is not related to that role. so you need to be able to understand the tech stack for the role you are applying for and go there and speak in line with that tech stack you don't want to speak outside you know the 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 um reason for that conversation and this is really key in your know job interview as a tech newbie okay thank you so much um harry you know at some point i was like okay am i speaking to an hr professional a psychologist you know? <laughs> i cannot read there anymore <laughs> well, well you're very very sound and apt what you said all that you start from self-awareness fact that you are representing a brand you're a brand yourself and in interviews you are meant to showcase that brand so i i agree with the fact that people need to understand what their brand represents what they truly are and yes you know when you're sharing out that you had an experience where you were forgetting during an interview and i was just laughing at myself that i've also had times when uh, there was an interview i had in the past and a long years ago where i, I mean they asked me questions these are questions that i could have answered in a day but at that moment it just just went blank i just started stammering I was like, okay, what's happening? I just started stammering, and it was so sad that it just didn't work out eventually. And when you're not doing the interview, you're not wishing that ah, I could have said this, and I knew this answer, but why did I say it? But just go up the confidence level just dropped, or you're just snap at that moment. Yeah, so thank you really for that. So you just made me remember something that uh, we had an episode last season where we talked on people's skills in tech. You know, we had we had our HR professional at Ashen and Pamela Shola where she shared, us, shared with us the importance of people's skills in tech. And um, I remember that um, she explained out that there was someone that got a particular role, not because she person had the perfect skills per se, but the person was showing some form of confidence. And that was what they really needed. And that was what make, made her get that role. So 
this points to the fact that soft skills like communication storytelling are also quite needed for listening interviews beyond the technical skills i know you need to have the right skills really but really your soft skills will also go a long way to help you get the job you want so i want you to just share me some tips so now candidates can showcase their soft skills during interviews tips on how candidates can actually express their their soft skills during interview of course we already mentioned communication which is very important soft skills candidates must possess right but the question is how do you clearly show that you are very good at communicating right at this soft skill right and now i like to say that communication is not just about what you see you know with your mouth it's also about how you express it's also about the tone at which you communicate you know what you have so it is one thing to have values and it's another to clearly explain that value right using the right tone okay and so it is also pertinent that while you're expressing your communication skill you should be mindful of your body language because again what you do okay so research has it that 70% 70% of your communication basically is based on your body language and how you demonstrate what you say. And so people don't get to, you know, listen to everything you say if you don't carefully, you know, express it with your body language. And so it is also pertinent that, you know, you maintain eye contact while speaking to the panelists during the course of the interview, of course, using appropriate gestures and the likes, right? And then active listening is one is one key soft skills that you know tech candidates would need to have. I've interviewed tech candidates over the over 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 time. And I realized that yes, some sometimes some of them can come out so you know rude, right? Yeah, they have the skills and everything, but then you know, when they are speaking, they don't even want to listen to what the recruiter has to say. Rather, they are rather, you know, flaunting their opinions and ideas. And so sometimes, you know, of course, you know what, what, what the result of the interview when it goes that way. So it's pertinent that you listen carefully, paying attention to the interviewer. And of course, making necessary gesticulations, especially nodding the head and, you know, responding with thoughtful questions to some of the conversations that, you know, you'll be having. And then, of course, problem solving is one critical skill that is required in I mean, a same job interview, right? And so, what do I do when, what I advise candidates when they are going to express their responses to certain problems? I usually advise using the STAR model. And what does the STAR model mean? STAR is an acronym for situation, tax, action, and then the result. So, if you are giving the tax and you're like, say, for instance, um, tell me about how you were able to use a particular software. Now, that's a problem that has been put before you. Now, your response, you should be able to clearly explain the situation, right? The situation around, you know, what you were able to use the software to achieve. You should be able to also explain the action you took as the tech star, you know, in resolving that challenge. Because again, it's better to communicate those actions, right? And then you also need to communicate the results. And when you're communicating this result, he has to be, you know, re- he has to be smart, specific measure. Of course, smart is an acronym for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. So you should be able to quantify all of those results. So all of those things put together gets to say that, oh, this candidate has the relevant soft skills needed to thrive 
in the role and then of course emotional intelligence is one soft skills that you would also need right in a job interview you need to show empathy and understand the perspective of you know the recruiters or the hiring managers when when you know discussing this um any questions basically in the course of the you know conversation right and so having said all of that you also need to be able because again you will be working with team of professionals when you eventually get hired on the job and so interpersonal skills is very pertinent i mean we can't we can't overemphasize the fact that interpersonal skills is required to thrive in the job and so you need to be able to discuss situations where you successfully manage interpersonal skills within your colleague reading your managers and the like so all of this put together are the relevant soft skills how candidates can actually showcase their soft skills during course of having interviews with their potential employer yeah thank you eric i've learned some things today as you have learned, i've learned it stamp with your situation the task the action and the results so thank you so much for that i like how you started the fact that communication is beyond your words also about how you express those words and truly yes there have been times when there's cases of people in interviews where they are not communicating as they should they are giving the wrong expression to question that and people don't understand that they have you know the way the way, the way facial expression changes eh, it's always very fast mm-hmm. and so you as the person you 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 won't know that <laughs> you're already changing your facial your facial mm-hmm. expression but the person seeing you can see those little changes and do that things that you know eventually tell when they are trying to decide who gets the job or not. So thank you so much for sharing all those uh, amazing things. But before we proceed, I want us to take a quick break so that we can uh, take a deep breath, take some coffee, take a water beside you, take some water and uh, relax and get back to the questions. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, great, great, great. Thank you. Sometimes technology is no form. Yes, we said what we said. Technology can't be fun when your servers are down. Technology can't be fun when you experience a security breach. Technology can't be fun when you still stick to the manual processes that keep failing you. Technology can't be fun when all your company information gets lost and there is no backup. But we also know when it can be fun. Technology becomes fun for you when it serves the business, people, processes, and produces results. With Ashem Limited as your IT partner, we are sold out to help you achieve this. Wouldn't you rather be on the side of tech? Ashem Limited is the trust in relationship. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Ah. We have a few more questions to go for Henry today. Okay, so Henry, what are some common mistakes that you've seen candidates make during interviews and how can these mistakes be avoided? Mm, very profound question, right? So um, sometimes, um, especially when you have, you know, um, candidates who you are coached, for instance, when those candidates, some candidates, you know, sometimes they don't get to apply for certain roles and you know when you coach them and you engage them to have conversations around 
you know, a particular role. There is this lack of enthusiasm. I see this most often amongst tech tech stars. I mean, I, I like to just use that word, right? You know, I see that a lot, right? And I understand the fact that the tech industry and the tech space in itself is a, it's kind of in demand, right? And everyone is looking for a developer to either solve a particular problem everyone is just looking out for all of those tech guys to solve one problem or the other so sometimes during interviews there is this lack of enthusiasm and most of these guys are usually not interested right and they show this it's so obvious even when they um, have conversations right and of course one of the ways you would also know as a recruiter yeah from my end one of the ways i also know when a candidate is he's not interested in a particular role and you see sometimes it's not as if they, they they are not interested they are but i don't know but it just boils down to the body language thing we had talked about earlier right so sometimes when a recruiter asks candidates okay do you have questions for us and then you hear a candidate say oh i don't have any question i mean like who does that <laughs> you should be able to have concern yeah. with respect to the role no yeah. yeah you should you may want to know more about the company you may want to know more about the role i mean that's yeah. that would spark the interest of the recruiter to say that okay you know what this is the ideal candidate for the role right and of course being aware unaware of verbal cues i mean this non-verbal cues you know um some of this Foul languages, right? Um, the F word. I've been in an interview where <laughs> a wow. candidate just kept on, you know, talking about expressing his ideas, but then using the F word and the old Gen Z language. I know I understand <laughs> the peculiarities around the Gen Z generation, right? But come on, the interview is a professional, you know, atmosphere, and as such, your language, your tone, and all that should depict you know the atmosphere which is which speaks to professionalism okay and one mistake i see most tech guys do is the fact that no matter what a previous employer is doing to you please do not speak bad or negatively about the employers right it, it doesn't portray that candidate as a potential hire because again you're already giving the impression that oh when we eventually hire you regardless of what we did to you you will go out there and lambash us and speak ill about us all right all that. So <laughs> as much as possible no matter how pressing you know whatever an employer has done to you don't come to the interview to express all of that that's not what you are there for you are there to sell yourself and the focus should be about yourself and the role you are rec recruiting for interviewing for and as such you know it is pertinent to you know um avoid all of those negative experiences and then i'd mentioned earlier failure to listen sometimes you get to see candidates interrupting the interviewer right like i mean all of those experiences quite funny because a lot of <laughs> pictures are coming to mind now and i can only laugh about all of those things right so all of those things are just pertinent that you um do away with in order to avoid the mistakes right and of course lack of preparation the interview is more like you're going in for an examination and you know if you don't prepare to succeed you are obviously preparing to fail so this is 
broth spitting in that you prepare so well and preparation will require you to research the company thoroughly and understand the requirement of the position it is just so so sometimes when you're going for an interview and you don't have the job description for this interview you can always ask the recruiters yes it is your right as a candidate to know the requirement for the role and these are things that you will see either on the job advert or the job description for the roles so that when you're coming in for the interview you are coming prepared having understood the requirement for the role so failing to research the company's values and the role is one mistake that you know candidates get to make out so it's just so important that they avoid all of that um, mistake i wouldn't want to dwell so much about communication because communication is just king right and so that's another thing and then again it is pertinent to dress the part i had been in a virtual interview and this particular tech candidate was on singlets i'm like bro how like <laughs> I mean, like, it was just so weird. And that it, it also speaks to the fact that, you know, these tech guys feel so important that they feel that, okay, the recruiters will turn blind eyes on some yeah. of those pertinent things. But all of those things speak volume. You know, you should be able to dress the part. And if you're going in for an on-site interview and you would want to dress appropriately, you don't necessarily have to put on the tie suits and all of those things just it's just to understand the culture you're going into the organization you're going into and what their dress code looks like and dress the part because you know what they say about you dress the way you want to be addressed right so all of this yeah. together basically are the common mistakes and how um candidates can actually resolve that and then i want to also speak around yeah something just came to mind now which i need to talk about right so again we wouldn't want to neglect the fact that um temperaments can actually go a long way in helping communication and so for sanguines you know it is not so difficult for them i mean it's no it's a no-brainer for them to clearly articulate their thoughts right but someone who is a phlegmatic phlegmatic right who is not able to express himself especially an introvert i mean being an introvert is not a weakness it is rather pertinent that you understand okay the strength you need to bring to the table and one of the strengths yeah, you can exactly. bring to the table as an introvert is your ability to and so for me you know I, I will be using myself as an example i used to be an introvert yeah yeah so at this point i wouldn't want to consider myself as an introvert anymore because i'm more or less an ambivert yeah because again okay things have happened and i have evolved over time right so as an introvert i know it may be cha challenging communicating and expressing yourself so what i do is i leverage my body language i know that when i'm communicating one of the things that helps me to communicate better is expressing this communication with my body my hands and all of that so i mean that would be um if an introvert is listening to this conversation i mean that's one thing you would want to you know take home right so has to ease your interviews okay um that's it yeah thank you so much Erin. you know i was going to ask you to share me some of your experiences although you've shared some already <laughs> and i'm already laughing <laughs> because i just imagine that one of the virtual class or was it a singlet ah that's oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, that was very bad very very bad <laughs> but it's fine thank you for sharing this and i, I think it speaks to everyone, you know, the UB, it speaks to the UB and also to the 
tech expert and say, you know, those that are still trying to get new jobs. There's a way you need to conduct yourself in interviews, whether virtual or physical. Your communication should be important. And the part of you mentioned active listening. Don't try to just show you at the boss. I know many techies always feel that the recruiters don't understand what they do. So that they feel that they can just, just bamboozle them in their own world. And beyond that, recruiters are not really after your skills per se. They want to also see how you can how, how you can be manage the team, how well you can do working with the team, not just you tell us you can do this, you can do that, and you're not even you're not giving the right attitude that we want to have in our organization. So thank you so much for sharing. So I, I have some one more question actually, and it's very, very important. It's very, very particular to me. Because I've seen from experience and from people's feedback that when it comes to posting, posting, recruiters are the let's say they are the champions in posting. When it comes to <laughs> not getting feedback sometimes, I am I manager that get you of that. So I, I was just asked to add um, a techie or so I, sorry, as an HR professional, what you can they do after completing tech interviews? Are there any tips you suggest to get feedbacks from hiring managers and not get ghosted? Great. I mean that question is profound, I must say. And I like to just say that while the, you know, so after you've started the whole conversation, like during the course of the interview, when a recruiter asks, do you have any question for us? You know, that is an opportunity where someone who was not even performing well on this during the course of the interview can actually, you know, um, get secure an opportunity to get the job. Because the kind of questions you would ask will further tell the recruiter the kind of person you are, right? But be that as it may, after the whole conversation, what do you do in order to receive feedback? So for me as a recruiter, I would always tell my candidates that, um after the conversation i would send you a communication if the conversation is successful i know that as recruiters we could get overwhelmed sometimes with the job we do and that's why i have i always recommend that for recruiters you know we should always automate our hiring process such that when a candidate doesn't you know scale through the next phase of the interview we can easily click a button and uh, a rejection email automatically sent to all of those candidates but what do you do when you're not receiving feedback from these recruiters now you can it is not wise that after an interview two days later you're already calling in come on it goes to show how desperate you are and you don't want to flaunt that right to the minds of the recruiter so the average days i would recommend to reach out to a recruiter is between seven to ten days so after seven days or ten days you cannot reach out to the recruiter via email maybe via any professional platform to say oh you wanted to receive feedback with respect to the interview you you are interviewed for you know and all that and of course ghosting is inevitable <laughs> you know sometimes yeah yeah sometimes the recruiters again get overwhelmed with so many things they're trying to close out on several rules i'm not making any excuse for any recruiter yeah but we are humans and what yeah, we you're, are also that thing, you're so guilty that's why you're not making excuses things, things <laughs> would happen yeah i used to be guilty anyway i won't i won't deny that but again i've come to understand that you know, technology has made life easy and so automating yeah. the entire recruitment process would go a long way to you know saving recruiters the bad name you know about not oh, yeah, true, reaching true. out to candidates at the end of the interview so reaching out to the recruiter two weeks maximum you, you know after the interview will go a long way and of course if the recruiter responds 
good for you. If he doesn't respond, please move on and life goes on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank you for sharing all that. Thank you for that. I, I think you've been very helpful today, to be honest. Very, very helpful to us today. And I'm sure our listeners will learn enough from this. So we have just one more question. An icebreaker question, actually. An icebreaker question. And this question is quite important because we have a plan for this discussion in one of our coming episodes, probably next week. You know, there's been a lot of talks recently about most work here to stay, in the over. I know COVID 19 brought most work to be like a major thing in most companies. But now we are seeing a lot of companies saying, okay, yeah, we are going back to hybrid or come back to work. And a lot of people are saying, no, no, no. Not of the year to stay, and you know, there's been a lot of back and forth, really. And like I mentioned, we have a plan for an episode sometime later in the next season. But I want to ask you from an HR perspective, you know, what are the cons and the pros of remote work, especially in the tech industry? Very valid question. Yeah, um, intelligent question. I must say, so what are the pros and cons to um, remote work? in the organization again we know that the world is evolving and the workplace in itself is evolving and as such our practices policies and systems should also you know, evolve and so what are the pros of remote work again remote work gives candidates or employees rather the flexibility to churn out their tasks you know and deliver on the job right and so you know such that from the comfort of their home they can always deliver on the job right so it gives us flexibility to you know deliver on the job without having to you know for those that live in Lagos without having to wake up 5 a.m in the morning and you're trying ah. to you know jump the bus you know and or fight conductor things. or fight conductor you know and the likes you know all of those things has a way of impacting the mental stability of employees and you know that's one of the you know um um, side effect of you know not having to work remotely because again it would one way or the other reduce the creativity level of employee you know sometimes one of the reasons why employees don't give in their creativity level or, or rather their creativity level is not on par is because when they go out or you know after they fought with several conductors and all of those things or maybe uber ride if you want to or maybe even if you have a car if you're driving and someone bashes your car come on all of those things don't you do that so i mean <laughs> I these imagine. are realities especially in nigeria right and as such, you know, having to, you know, stress, put the employees through that stress of having to come to work daily and all of that will impact creativity. And as such, I usually advise as an HR professional that, okay, rather than having a complete remote structure, yeah, how about we just introduce, you know, hybrid structure whereby some of the days employees come to the office, the other time they work from home and all of that. So that way it reduces um all of the um side effects you know of um, having to commute to work daily and then of course it reduces the um commute time for employees right it also improves the employees um welfare in a way yeah in the organization because an organization that cares about their workforce will always get the best out of their workforce all of this basically speaks to the pros and cons of you know remote work yeah, thank you so much. That was a very, very good answer. Very, very good answer. Yeah, I know that a lot of concerns, especially in Nigeria, where they feel that, like, I really agree with the fact that remote work 
very, very, like say, it's generally acceptable in most parts of the world. And many people agree. Even there have been a lot of research and statistics that say that people work remotely tend to be more productive than those that commit work daily from statistics within. But I understand that sometimes in Nigerian factor, most times we, uh, a lot of them, like say, cons. Nigeria, where there's no constant light, there's no constant light, there can be internet issues. And those kind of things might affect your productivity at all. But I like how you explain that if um, remote work is not something that an organization might want to agree on, hybrid is also okay. Something that Absolutely. you can also you can jump on and it's something that will still work. At least it's, it's fair on the side of the employer and also on the employees also. Yeah, thank you for your time today, Henry. I mean, it has been size, you know, I, we started this season with a bang. I mean, a bang. It was fire. And we are also ending with a bang. A bigger, a, a banger. A bigger bang. <laughs> so thank you so much All for right, your time. Great, I, I have learned a lot personally. I have learned a lot personally about communication, how I should express myself. The STEM model, I won't forget that at all. Yeah. You know, and also the part of empathy, active listening. Those are very, very striking words and um, insights for everyone, for those that are mm-hmm. into tech or trying to enter into tech. So, it's just to encourage everyone out there, you know, don't give up. I know many times you apply for a lot of jobs and maybe you have not got your right through, but don't give up. Like we said, at Ashim Academy, we can also offer consultation to show you some things you are probably missing out probably there's some skill sets you don't have we can consult with you and consult you rather and mentor you on some skills that you need to have and even if you would like to even learn more about hr tips interview tips rather to get into tech can connect with uh, connect with henry henry will have a one-on-one session for free <laughs> or would you like to get some favorites for it <laughs> uh anyway Hello, michael let's not go there <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah again i share um interview tips on my linkedin profile so uh yeah. for anyone who wants to you know get more details around using interviews you can always check out my linkedin polls you can follow me on linkedin my linkedin my name on linkedin is chukun also henry Uday, and so who could awesome. you know take up the conversation from there yeah thank you so much yeah so you can follow henry on linkedin and you can get access to some of his regular tips and insights on interviews and this is also to just to emphasize that Ashram Academy, we are here for your career growth needs. You can train on, train you on courses like project management, UI, UX, software development, cybersecurity, and lots more. So the new year is coming. It's already 2024 already. Yes, now I'm in the new year already. I'm just physically in 2023. For my mind and soul, it's the new year. So it's absolutely. I'm already in this. I'm already in July of 2024. So July. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So most of us are already in the new year already. So uh, it's important to set goals for the new year. So your goals ensure you also set career goals. It's so nice having you listen to us. It'd be nice having areas so in this podcast. Thank you for the feedbacks, for the support, for the cheers. It's been a jolly ride in season three. And if you just found us, you can catch up on catch up on all of our episodes so far by visiting our podcast channels on Spotify, on Anchor, Google and Apple, Apple Podcast. And you can also join our mailing list. Peace.ly slash TTP podcast. I'll take that again. Peace.ly slash TTP podcast. So on our mailing list, if you're on our mailing list, you'll be the first person to get alerts when we drop new episodes. And some new promos. We have some promos that run from time to time. So you are the first to get those promos and freebies if you're on our mailing list. And you can also write to us for questions or feedbacks through podcast at 
I want to use this opportunity to introduce a new co-host who will be joining me in next season of the podcast. You'll be hearing our voice a lot more in season four. It's the person of Queen Odeli. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to be a part of this exciting journey. Thank you for having me as your co-host on Tech Trailblazers. And to my people listening, I'm hoping for more engagement, looking forward to engagement, comment, and fun with you guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Queen. I'll actually use the opportunity to say Merry Christmas to everyone and Happy New Year in advance. Thank you for staying with us. And we look forward to seeing you all in 2024 in joy, peace, and happiness. And thank you, Eric, yeah. for your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. You have a great day. See you next season. Still pleasing everyone. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year in advance. Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Tech Trailblazers. Where tech meets you. Where tech meets you. Where tech meets you. Where tech meets you.